0: Welcome, everyone. I'm really glad that we're getting a chance to talk about planning for your project and how to manage it easily. That's one of the, the big challenges. And if you are listening to this, then it's because you um, have an interest in creating a really great product business. And that's really what this show is about. It's called The Product Business Show. I'm Amy Winslow, and we host this every other Monday at 11 a.m., for about half an hour to 45 minutes. You'll have a chance to ask your questions and get some additional support for your product um, and for you. So with this, we're talking today about a really great topic, managing your project simply. Notice I said simply. It's really important when you are doing a product that you keep the, the stages and the steps as simple as possible. When you're looking at this, if you're on Facebook, you're seeing this is our 143rd show. Um, I've been doing these about five and a half years, so it's been a long time, and we're really honored that we get to do this. Products to Profits is our company, and we work specifically with consumer products and products for large-volume sales. So all that said... What it means is that uh, we do products all day, every day, with clients all around the globe who specifically want to sell to the U.S. market. And that involves pricing strategy, packaging strategy, project management, photography shoots, you name it. It's um, a lot of detail behind the scenes. So with that, let's go ahead and get started today. The first step when you are thinking about how to manage your project is to actually define the goal. When you're thinking about your goal, think about it as where you want to reach, what you want to do, right? Now, we're going to move into how you actually structure this once you have your goal set. But I want you to think first about what is the goal and picture it as already done and then think what is the path you took and what are the roadblocks you had to overcome, right? And then when we move into the designing your process and managing the project really simply, I want you to think about this Leonardo da Vinci quote, and that is this. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. It's not about getting more and more complex systems. It's about having the right amount of oversight so that your project works. Okay? So step one, think about your goal. Decide the goal that you want to hit, and then we're going to think through the roadblocks about it, okay? Now, your next step is to think through the stages of the project, okay? Now, the stages of the project are things like development, early feedback, marketing, sales, business growth. Like your your business moves from – It's infancy stage all the way through adulthood in distinct stages. This is really important because in the early development stage, there's a lot of unknowns and you're going to be doing what are called iterations or versions kind of quickly. You might have a couple different versions of your package. You might have different prototypes, all these different pieces, right? And what's going to happen is you want to move your versions kind of quickly, right? And if you don't, There's actually some study and some research data that shows that the longer you wait to do versions or to test a feature, the longer your project is going to take exponentially, right? So with the military, the way that they discovered um, is that cost and schedule overruns increase at four times the rate of the project's duration. So that means if your project is scheduled to take one year – and it takes an extra six months, right? Then the overall duration of your project into market could take another – you took an extra six months, right? It could take an extra two years total, okay, to reach its velocity. So you really want to pay attention to the speed and the, the versions that you're, you're doing. All right, let's go back here. So thinking in stages, I want you to think development, Early feedback, marketing, sales, growth. Okay. There are other stages that you could have in here. Like you might be you might have kind of sub stages. In the development, you could also have prototypes versus first early run of production. Right? You can also think about production as a stage. But here those are a few examples for you. Okay, now after you think about your stages, you're gonna think about sections so every project has sections to it and sections are areas of a business potentially like you could have a finance section um investment section uh, development section can also happen at just a stage but you might have a oh i'm getting my prototype figured out and that's going to be kind of an area that i want to manage right And then you obviously got marketing and sales again. And then in sections, you also have things that are related to your database or specific subprojects. Okay? And I can talk more about these things when we get to the the Q&A. So if you've got questions, just um, know that I will come back to them. Okay? So step three is to set up sections. Now, you might be asking, what are some of the tools you could use? I will talk about that. We're going to go through the roadblocks, and then we're going to talk about the tools and the methods that you can use to set up your project really simply. But I want you to understand some of how to think about the project. So you're going to think about it in terms of stages and then sections. The stages have a different rhythm to them. And then when you're thinking about sections, you're thinking about areas of expertise or areas of activity, right? And then there there may be different stages within those. So trust me, this will come together. So after you think through what sections you have in your business, um, in a product business, you're going to have a section that is about the product, whether it's prototyping or getting to production, and you're going to have a section that's about finance or the money part of it. How much money do you need? What's the investment structure? Um, What are your costs of the product? those kind of business planning pieces. And then you're also going to have a marketing section, which is about how are you going to market your product? How are you going to reach your audience? And your sales section is about what are the sales numbers you want to hit and how are you going to drive the sales? And then you may have a section that's all about growth, which is, okay, you've already established yourself in the market, and now you're going to grow the business so that you get into the next piece of revenue, okay? Okay. Um, So, step four is all about defining whatever roadblocks that you might have. Um, You want to think these through while you're setting up your project that you can manage to get around them, okay? Don't give a lot of power to them. If you have a roadblock, there is a way around it. Everybody has always found a way around it when they're committed and resourceful, right? Just like you. So, um, let's see. Step five, this is the one where y'all are going to have a good time, and that is making your project simple and visual, okay? Now, I'm going to assume, since most of you are visually creative people, that you would like a visual system for doing it, okay? So here's the start of your system. A stack of Post-it notes and a bunch of colored markers or colored pens. Now, I like to use color because I like to color code things. Um, plus, it just works for me. I'm originally a painter. So, what I'll do is I'll sit with my stack of notes, and I'll say something like uh, stage is development. I might have an idea stage, right? So, take a Post-it notepad and do one sticky for that. Ideas is another section, right? Could also be a stage. Stages, you might have pre-launch, which would be like, oh, you've got to accumulate all your sales pages. Um, You might have a launch stage. You could have a growth stage. Um, And under each of those stages, you might have different activities. Like pre-launch, you might have a product section that is get the product ready. Or um decide the giveaways for a kickstarter campaign right so you want to kind of think two pieces what stage are things in and what section are they go in and then you can take your sticky notes and i like to use a sheet of paper and just organize them in what's called a kanban style as kind of a quick sketch sketch right we're going to make it that we have pre-launch launch, and then um, grow. Those are three broad categories, right? Right like that. Yeah. And then you'd list out different activities under this. Now, I will start with something like this, or I'll sketch it on the gigantic whiteboard that we have. Um, And then I also like to use things like mind maps which is um, a little different technology, but again, really simple to do. Um, I'll, I'll draw one for you real quick. So a mind map is a way of capturing what's kind of floating around in your head related to your idea, okay? So when you do a mind map, you're gonna start with something in center. Let's say um, this show, for example. So the product business show, Right. Put it in the middle, and then you would create spokes off of it of the various things, like uh, promotion, right? We'd love to have over a 1,000 people on this show very soon. So all the areas of promotion. Um, Then we have topics is the other one that we're always developing, right? So you can see we've got spokes of a wheel going on. This is a mind map technology that lets you categorize things really easily into sections, right? Now, once you do some of these paper ones, you can escalate how you're doing that. I really like to use uh, folders in my email system. If you have not set up a folder specifically about your product, project, do it now, okay? It does not live inside your main inbox with everything else and the stuff from your mom and your sister and all your other work. It should have its own de- designated home. And then we also like to use a system called Asana. Now, I've been on these before. You may have heard me mention Asana. Um, I'm a fan. And Asana has a really great way of letting you organize exactly like this kind of list inside their platform, and you can also do it inside a service called Trello. You can use Teamwork PM. There's a bunch of different ways. The biggest thing is to make your ideas physical, right? You want to move it out of your head into a physical form, especially if you're a visual kinesthetic person. You need to have something written down, something that you can move around in space. Otherwise, you stand a very good chance of losing sight of your deadlines or the other thing is overloading your workload and thinking that everything should be done in one month. Putting it out physically will let you pace your work a lot more appropriately. You have to make them visually supportive. So if you are a visual person, try using at least three colors for any planning that you do, okay? Three is a really good number. Don't go crazy with them because it'll get distracting for you But if you have your headings of your sections in one color and then the activities under them in another, that can be a way to make it kind of fun and a lot less drudgery to do planning, okay? Um, The sticky note thing is good because you can move um, the tasks through your stages. If you have a gigantic um, piece of foam core, you can use that to plan your project. There's a bunch of different ways to do this. They'll vary based on what you're really up to. Uh, step six here. Let's move to step six. Step six is all. Step six is all about assigning the areas and tasks to someone so that they're responsible. Okay. So you want to have start dates, and I do say start date, not always just put the date that you're going to finish something. Because your projects take time, especially when you're at the beginning and you're developing the product. There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of variables that have to be worked through, right? Like you're going to be testing different features. You might try making something one way and it doesn't work that way. But you want to have a start date, okay? You want to have a date that you are going to start a certain activity. And every activity in your project plan should have a start date and maybe a projected end date if you can, okay? They're going to overlap sections and stages somewhat, but I want you to put a start date because if you don't get started, you're never going to get finished, right? Um, you should also have a person that they're assigned to, even if it's you for all of them. Make it a conscious choice to have a person assigned to things. thing. It's a very, 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 very helpful piece of best practice. Keep in mind that the beginning stages, there's more unknowns, there's more variables. Once your project gets dialed in and is more in the production stages and you're repeating processes, it will go faster. That's when you can kind of get some templates to your tasks going. Okay, we have that in our systems um, here. And so That's basically how you can manage your project very simply. I'm going to open up the phone lines for questions. I see that we've got Jared joining us and Stacy is over there and Dale. Thank you, everybody. We've got six basic steps here. I'm going to go over to the phone lines and see if anybody's got a question. If you're on the phone lines and you want to ask a question, press star 2. That will raise your hand so that I know that you, you want to ask something. I'll run back through the six steps really quickly. So step one is decide the goal you want to reach, okay? So you're going to picture it as done and ask what's the path that you took and what are the roadblocks you had to overcome. Step two is to think in stages in your project. So early development, you have more unknowns. You have more variables going on, more things that you have to test. And when you get into later stages and the project is established. So think in terms of kind of time frame. And you may actually want to break this into quarters, right, three-month block. First three months is about development. Second month is maybe about refinement, um, moving into market in the third three months, something like that. Step three, set up sections of the project. So sections are areas of expertise. They could also be time-based as well, or they could be things that, oh, I'm in progress, I'm planning something, this other thing is complete. So you think in stages and then think in your sections. Then you have to step four, check for roadblocks. Step five is use some tools to do all of this. Um, You can do a Kanban approach with some sticky notes, really simple, really fast. Use colored pens if you need to. I love to do that when I'm brainstorming or doing a mind map. And then definitely make sure that you have a folder in your email system. The more complex your project is, meaning the more um, people you have in it, the more important your organization is, and to keep it very, very simple. Um, When you're moving through your project, do do yourself the gift, the favor of having a visual system. Do not try to keep it all in your head. It will make you crazy. If you have um, things that you're moving on a board, that's a really great way to do it. We've been developing content that way for a long time. Put a start date is step six. Step six is assign all the tasks, the responsibilities to a person. Assign a start date, assign an end date, and assign a person. So that will make your life much better. If you're on the phone lines, press star 2, and that will raise your hand so that I can open up your phone lines so you can ask. And then if you're on Facebook, uh, type a question below. You know, let me know what you um, are seeing so that we can, uh, what you're seeing in your project. And then for anyone who is listening to this, um, you heard me, you heard me mention, I would love to have more people on the show. What I would really like is if you could forward this, forward the email, forward the, the website address, productstoprofits.com slash live over to entrepreneurs that you know, people with products and anyone else that you think can really benefit from learning more about project management, task management, how to run their business. That's what this is really about. So let's see. Let's check our phone lines. Cool. Well, the phone lines that we've got, wow, we have people from California, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York, Florida. It looks like maybe Canada. Uh, We've got Northern California, Southern California, Washington, Oregon, Colorado. So a lot of people. And I know that was a lot of content. The biggest thing I can say is to use tool, okay? Use a system. Um, Start with your sticky notes. It's the fastest, easy way to get it out of your head, or do a mind map, something like this. If y'all want, I'll show you what one would look like for a project, but you got it. Let me know that you need it, okay? Okay, there's a question on the webcast. What's the best way to get started with managing my project? And then, how do I hold people accountable for the timelines? Okay, so two parts. What's the best way to get started is to actually write down your goal. And I do mean that quite seriously. Um, you can put things in a binder. That will work for some people. You can put things up on a giant whiteboard like we have. That will work for some people. I like to use a digital system. Um, We use the Asana system because I like having access to it from our multiple offices. And when I'm uh, at a trade show, if there's something that comes up and I want to make a note in a project, I can do it really quickly and easily. So Asana is a great tool to use if you want digital. There's also Trello. Teamwork PM is another one. Basecamp is a little bit more complex. Um, We find that Asana is – heavy enough in terms of its features, but light enough in its look and its ease of use that it's really intuitive. Before you put something in a digital system, though, it's kind of important to decide how your project is going to flow, right, and what you want to do. For someone who is creating a product from scratch, here is some of what you need to have. You would have your prototype section. You might have a section that's about packaging. Right, that you're going to manage a section about packaging, getting it done, getting copy written, having photos taken. Um, it could also be that the next section is about your marketing, and that might have your website, blog posts, social media. Um, what else would be in there? You might be speaking on stage somewhere, doing a trade show, doing an expo. Those are all in the marketing section of the project. Okay. So um, kind of are managing a calendar type of thinking and a task type of thinking at the same time. Okay, so let's check our Facebook here. Great. Oh, we've got a lot of people on the, the Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, Jill, Asana is amazing. So um, if anybody's interested in Asana, we do have an affiliate link. I'm happy to put that out there for everybody. That means we get got like a little teeny tiny slice of, of – uh, your, your fee, I think it comes out to about $0.50. Cents. But Asana is a great tool. Um, it's very, very lightweight and intuitive to use, which I think you'll really enjoy. I'm going to just talk about if you, are, if you want to manage things physically, like in a notebook, because I know a few clients that are on here, that's how you're oriented. You've come into our meetings with a notebook, with ideas and, and pages. If you are oriented to paper, it will serve you best. To have a three-ring binder, I don't have one handy, to have a three-ring binder and put uh, tab dividers in it based on section, like product ideas, packaging ideas, marketing ideas, and then what you want to do is write one idea per sheet of paper and put it in the appropriate section, because that way when you start to work in that area of your business, you can pull all the papers out of that binder in that section and really quickly arrange them on a desk, okay? So, you can arrange them in a pattern and in a sequence to make the most sense. If you write them all on, you know, one just list form, like idea one, idea two, idea three, right, like this, you know, one gigantic list, it's really hard to prioritize them. If you write one per page, you have a much better chance of being able to actually implement them, okay? So, a little tip for you there. Yeah, so, Jill, thank you over on Facebook about loving the tip of who to assign projects to as well. Assigning them to a person, right, is really important. Assigning them a start date is critical because it's really easy to put off starting, okay? So, I want you to think about this as everything should have some sort of date connected to it. Now, the way that we work it is that when we are starting a project, there is a lot of short-term dates, and then we have sections called upcoming or later that we put other tasks in, and they regularly get reviewed and get moved to the next action section. So um, there's quite a bit that you can do there that will really, really help you. So on our webcast, We have a question on how to hold people accountable about dates. First off, there's there's some really interesting research about when you are working at 85 to 100% capacity, meaning like your day is crammed full, right? You actually will have all your projects take longer. Um, So it's really important to actually give yourself a little bit of space. So if you are over scheduled, and you are over capacity, you're working 100% of the time all day, and that's your expectation of yourself, do yourself a favor and back it down, okay? You want to kind of have about 20% of your time be loose. Google does this with all of their engineers. They have an 80% rule, and they have 20% on top of that, that the engineers are supposed to work on something that is more of a passion project or something they're interested in related to their business, but not directly in a project. What is found is you actually become much more productive, and there's a little bit of slack for you to play with, and um, you'll find that you'll think better when you actually give yourself a little bit of space. Okay? So this is something I'm actually working on because I got myself way over scheduled, way overcommitted with the various projects and ideas because as an entrepreneur, things are always percolating, right? So what you should do if you are in this situation is you want to build in a little bit of slack. The way to get there is to create what I call a holding bucket, right? And that is a section of our project management system that is called Someday Maybe. Uh, You might know that if you've ever heard of David Allen and the Get Things Done system. That's a David Allen tip right there. Create a Someday Maybe list. And that's like, hey, it's a good idea. Maybe you'll do that someday, right? Or create a later section so that you capture the ideas so your creativity keeps going. Um, but that you stay clear with this idea of what's called a Kanban system, you really want to monitor how much you're actually putting into work, right? So you might have a lot of ideas in the idea stage or the idea section and then when you put something into planning, you're consciously choosing that yeah this is a priority for the next X amount of time. I like to work in month to three month blocks, okay? because I found that when I try to work in one week and I'm going to do this massive project in one week, I really just stress myself out and everything else falls off the plate. So you want to actually let your projects take the appropriate amount of time and keep the attention on it. Okay. With that, everybody, that's the show for today. We're just a couple minutes over here, but um, I hope that that was valuable for you. If it was, um, write a comment in the Facebook, send us a, a note through email, however works for you. We really want to serve you. The show will be having more guests and things coming up. And for anybody who heard me mention our goals and planning for an entire year um, webinar, we are doing that. That's one of the things that's on our content calendar. So we're working to put that together and get it out. Hopefully this week it'll, it'll actually go live. We did move the date. It looks like it'll be maybe the first or second weekend of March, and there will be a special on it for everybody who's on the product business show list. So if you are on the Facebook and you are not receiving reminders about the product business show topics before they come out, that means you're not on the list. Um, on the Facebook Live, we have a link up at the bottom of the screen right now, so go to productsprofitscom live. And get yourself on the reminders list, because we are going to be putting out some really special uh, offers for this new training that we're putting together, and you won't hear about them unless you're on the list. Those are where everybody gets that benefit. So um, with that, everyone, uh, I'm going to open up the phone lines real quick. We'll see how crazy this is. So hey, everybody on the phone lines, thank you for calling in today. Your lines are all open. So if you want to say a quick goodbye or ask a question, uh, have at it. We've got a bunch of people here, so we'll see. Thank you, Amy. How you doing? Oh, that's Sue. I recognize your voice. Hi there, <laughs> honey, buddy. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing great. The project management tool, the binder that you have for the product success program will help you a lot. I would really recommend all the ideas that you're you're capturing and write them one piece, one idea per piece of paper and put them in different sections in that binder, okay? Yes, that was helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a nice, quick way to get them out of your head and into the real world, okay? So, um, and with that, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all your your energy, your input, and your participation. Stacy, I see that you're over on our Facebook. That tip about the sections and one idea per piece of paper is tailor-made for you. So, um, it's a really, really great one. Um, oh, and I see Dale over on the Facebook uh, posted that he's been managing projects for 40 years but got some good tips today, so that's awesome. Uh, Dale, some of this is because managing your own projects is different than when you're being paid to manage a project at an office, and, you know, it's, there's also personal uh, investment in it. You know, you, you care differently about it, and you're trying to also keep your creativity really high. That's the goal of doing it in colors is to keep the creativity and the energy high while you're you're generating a lot of throughput and getting things done. So love that it, loved it. that was helpful for you. Uh, so that's it for today, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk with you in two weeks. Bye for now.